Hey, what's up, guys? This is the Zero Hire. Zero Hire. This is the Zero for Hire podcast for August 1st. And I have had an incredibly busy weekend. Um, <clears throat> so right off the bat, I was going to do the podcast yesterday because I generally have Sundays and Mondays open to do that. But my daughter had a project that she needed help with, and I ended up working on that for like a day and a half, and there was a bunch of other stuff that people wanted me to do, and then I had a video that needed to be done by the end of the month, so just like all these deadlines fell on the same day, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to get to the podcast. Um, it, there was a lot. There's a lot going on. So here we are today. It's August 1st. It's still pretty early in the week, and I've got some stuff to share with you guys. I'm going to be pulling from an article that I posted on my Telegram page, which has seemingly kind of slowed down a bit ever since uh, XYZ stopped posting. He said he was going to stop posting for a while. I guess he had some stuff going on. I, I don't know exactly where he went, but we miss you, buddy. I wish you'd come back. Um, so I've kind of whittled everything down to just a few... Uh, channels. It's in other news, some announcements, and in general conversation, of course, which is open to everybody else. But I'm starting to wonder, uh, would you guys prefer to use a different platform? Now, <clears throat> I think I have in my titles and things, I have it kind of worded in such a way where it's like, basically the 2024 election is coming up, and I'm expecting heavy censorship, and uh, among other things. And so I wanted to have a safe place to talk, which is why I have Telegram, but not a lot of people have the app, not a lot of people want the app. And then I have Twitter, which is the same thing. Not a lot of people have the app, not a lot of people want the app. Back in its heyday, Twitter was about 17% of the population, but it's 17% of highly involved people in the topics that we talk about. So news, politicians, polit uh, uh, celebrities, people in the culture, commentators. And since Twitter's been bought by Elon Musk, rebranded to X Company, it is um, it's an interesting phenomenon. They're starting to pay creators now. And I don't know if, if you have to meet a certain threshold in order to be paid as a creator on there, but that just seems like a good goal to work toward. Hopefully that they don't have their fingers on the scale the same way that YouTube does. And I, I feel kind of silly even being tempted to fall into that trap. But that's something that's available and it's something that most creators, including myself, want. Is to be paid for our work um, through a company that kind of has the mechanisms already in place. Now we have Substack here for my support supporters. Uh the only problem is that Substack isn't nearly as popular, and so growing an audience on a platform that isn't very popular is pretty difficult to do, although it's perfect for what we're trying to do with the podcast. So there's some wiggle room, there's some navigation. I don't want to try to uproot my fan base and try to move you guys all to a different platform or anything weird like that. Um, I am considering, though, like... If there's a different means of communication that you guys are more comfortable with, like not Facebook, nobody's comfortable with Facebook anymore, is it X company, for, formerly Twitter? 
because the suppression has been lifted? Is it truth social because they finally implemented groups and messaging system? Is it Telegram because we're already doing it? That or would you want to have anything inter- everything internally on Substack, which I haven't really tried out yet. I know they have notes. It's kind of like a Twitter clone. Anyways, that's just something that I'm throwing out there because I like what we're doing with Substack and I'm pretty invested in it, especially since we do have some paid subscribers now. I like using it like a, like a Patreon page, though. Uh, as far as general interaction, I'm not sure that's going to work because Substack is like the Twitter version of LinkedIn. You know, like when you go on LinkedIn and it's just companies talking about company stuff that nobody's going to read. And they're like, we make the best tires. Here's a video. Here's a here's an article about why we make the best plastic cases. And they're like, dude, nobody cares. And that's Substack. It's like, this is a great place to read books. <laughs> like, Okay, I guess, whatever. Like, culturally, there doesn't seem to be any there there. At least I haven't found my, my group. So I'm not consuming very much. Everything is still on Twitter. It's easy to fall into. It's easy to share. It's easy to find stories. It's just easy. So I'm leaning toward Twitter, but I do uh, frequent Truth Social as well. So that's my social media rant for today. Now, today's story is more of a local story, but it's, it's about Arkansas. Today is August 1st. And this is from News 40, ABC News 40 and 29. says, Arkansas has hundreds of new laws going into effect on August 1st. I think liberals' heads are going to explode over some of this stuff. Because one, these are a lot of these concepts are things that they've been told are bad, but haven't had the things explained to them. Like the Learns Act. There's someone here on this local county page that posts literally every day how he's not a paid activists, I don't know, but apparently I'm not allowed to say that because they say it's a conspiracy theory. There are people that post, one guy in particular, every single day, and then he has a couple of other women that retweet and repost what he does about the Learns Act and how we need to sign a petition to get it on the ballot and it's bad, but they don't explain anything about it. They, they try to tie it to companies that or organizations that liberals are supposed to not like, I guess. They're like, oh, this is by the, what is it called? The Heritage Foundation. It's got ideas, you know, that are that are supported by people in the Heritage Foundation. And I'm like, that's not an argument. That actually makes me like it more. So this article actually lists a lot of the new laws that are making Arkansas, in my opinion, a better place to live. And we're going to go through some of them. Uh, they have a little write-up here for each one. If... Um, if I had a screen, if ever I had a screen, this would be a good good time to do it. But you're just going to have to get the link. Uh, I'll leave a link in the description for this podcast. So they have it broken down into categories. It says, um, we, here's what we got. Act 165, Act Concerning the Use of Physical Force. And so this extends the right of parents and guardians to use physical force against minors and incompetent people to school employees. The force is allowable if the if it is reasonable and appropriate and only to the extent it's needed to maintain discipline to promote the person's welfare. So like if you have a kid throwing a temper tantrum, I've been told that you can like throw a blanket around his arms and then wrap your arms around his arms. The blanket is so that he doesn't hurt you or himself. You throw you wrap a blanket or a towel around him and then you just 
sit down and hold them on your lap until he calms down. And they struggle and they freak out and they try to act a fool, but they can't because you're an adult and you're stronger than them. You just sit and you just hold them there. Um, this isn't normal use of physical force for everybody. This is for like, you know, some people say like, well, he has autism, so we can't spank him. Or he's a foster kid, so we can't spank him. You know, and basically any, like, he's blank, fill in the blank, so we can't spank him. You, then you have methods like that. And this this makes it allowable in those situations. And let's be honest, a lot of parents need to be able to use some sort of physical force on these kids that are just mentally dominant over them. Because you're like, hey, do the thing, and the kid's like, no, I'm not gonna, nah! And they flip out, and then they act insane. And as long as they're getting away with that on a regular basis, one day... What happens is they become not kids with these problems, they become adults with these problems. And then you unleash them on society and they become everyone else's problems and they probably either get shot or sent to jail. I don't know. But it's this is a good step in the right direction. Now we have 195. The Youth Hiring Act eliminates permits that have required employees to verify a child's age and their parents' consent. Now, this seems like it could be bad. It seems like it could be weaponized against the state for sure. And the issue is, if you have children growing up on the farm and they're helping with the farm, or if you own a cafe and your kids grew up there and they learn to wait tables and they learn to do dishes and they're helping out around the cafe because it's the family business, then you shouldn't have to need to get permits for that. But... What's going to happen, most likely, is liberals and liberal activist groups are going to weaponize this and say that the state wants to have child labor, and then they're going to try to append it to illegal immigration, um, to the illegals coming in and trafficking children, and say that that's what we're trying to do, because they have this like reductionist logic where they do this with these things. Now, it could be interpreted that way in the most malicious way possible, but I think this is something that is just going to relieve and alleviate some of the concerns of parents that actually own things, that actually have businesses that contribute to society in some way, and they just want the state off their back. Here we go for Act 272, Protecting Minors from Medical Malpractice Act. This makes it easier to sue providers of gender-affirming care for children. Legal experts have said that the law closes access to, to the care by making it nearly impossible for providers to get malpractice insurance. So, we have a lot of detransitioners coming out of this whole trendy age that are saying like, What'd you guys do to my body? You lied to me. And I can only imagine how upset they are. Um... We have a similar situation where there are women who are being told, you're getting married, you need to get on birth control. Put this thing in your arm. And then it makes them sick to hell and back, and they can't get this thing out of their arm. Or even worse, they're told, get your tubes tied. It's perfectly safe. It's perfectly, it's absolutely reversible. And then when they want to get their tubes, when they, when they want to get off birth medication, they're treated like crazy people. When they, when they get the their tubes tied then their uterus is all jacked up or they have like they enter into this early menopause and nobody tells them about this ahead of time and then they end up like 
pariahs in society because they want to reverse the procedure, which, surprise, it's not an easily reversible procedure. Not only medically, but like politically, people just aren't gonna let you reverse the procedure. So yeah, I can only understand. I can only imagine how much trouble detransitioners are gonna have in the future due to the trends that are going around. And hopefully, acts like this will make it so that we can just prevent all that from happening in the future. Okay, so now we have Act 727 amends the Child Maltreatment Act, which bans child abuse hotlines from accepting anonymous report. It also allows reports for 18-year-olds if they are still in high school to an extended foster care program. Not exactly sure of the precedent or what's going on behind that one. So, I'm not going to read every one of these, but this is the big one. The Arkansas Learns Act. Now, this is the one that kind of got me into all of this in the first place. So, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' sign, uh, signature edition plan has been the subject of litigation and a referendum effort. So, they're trying to repeal it before it gets put in the act. Among other things, the Learns Act raises, a min- raises the minimum teacher salary to $50,000. Okay? It bans teaching of critical race theory. It bans teaching of gender identity until a certain age and has a program to fund private and religious schools. The law does not define critical race theory. Critical race theory is a way of thinking about America's history through a racial lens. That is actually, I'm going to screenshot that and send it to that page that's always like, what is the Learns Act? It does have some other stuff in there about funding, but, you know, for them fighting back against this stuff, like, they really, I think people should be able to quickly see what they're fighting against because this is kind of a big deal. Um, Now, the thing that we've learned about is that it's going to have some grant money for people to be able to use in private schools, charter schools, or homeschooling situations. And I'm very excited about those things. Matter of fact, everything that I've just read there, I'm pretty excited about. Oh my gosh, that felt so good. People really do not want you to be able to... um, They don't want you to link to anything that shows what is in this bill or... They don't want people to learn anything about this bill. They just want to be able to say it's bad and you shouldn't be a, you know, for it or whatever, but like yeah, to be able to put this article into that group and and quickly show them what what's in some of the learns act is that was satisfying. Okay, let's continue. We have the Holocaust Education Act, number 48, it makes the last full week of class in January Holocaust Education Week in public schools. Nothing wrong with that. People should know about the Holocaust. Especially, like, your weird friends who's always talking about bankers and stuff. Like, we gotta do something about that, and I think this is a good step toward it. Number 317, bathroom regulations. It bans trans people at public schools from using the restroom that matches their gender identity. Nothing wrong with that. Gotta you gotta follow rules. You can't even wear a hat in school, so don't talk to me about your rights. We need to protect children at all costs. From weirdos and creeps of all stripes, and that's it. Obscene materials in schools and libraries. Oh my gosh, you mean gender queer? We can't teach kids how to do stuff. I'm trying to keep it family friendly. It says places 
possible criminal penalties on public librarians who furnish materials to minors considered obscene or harmful. This one was temporarily blocked by a judge, so we're going to see how that one pans out. I remember seeing an article about that, so we're going to see where this goes. Implicit bias training. Public schools, including colleges and universities, cannot require employees to learn how to recognize to take action against implicit bias. That's indoctrination. It's wrong. We're not going to do it. The Given Name Act. It bans schools from requiring teachers to use transgender students' preferred pronoun without written consent from their written consent from their parents. So, if they're like, "I'm not Bob. Call me Betty." Yeah, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a note. So that's what that's gonna be from mom and dad. Mom and dad needs to be included in this stuff because these people are like transing the kids in secret as if it's not bad enough. Uh. Oh, it counts as an excused absence if students go with their parent or legal guardian to vote. This way we can involve our children in the long-standing American tradition of voting and have conversations with our kids about it. The schools have conversations with your kids. The television, the interwebs, everybody has conversations with your kids about this stuff and want to be a part of this experience in your kid's life, except they don't want you to do it. So now you get to take them to vote when you vote so that they're more aware. And, and this is kind of a reinforcing an American tradition. Let's see. There's some stuff in here about adoption and breastfeeding. What is, what is this? Requires public schools healthy health and safety courses to include information on the benefits of breastfeeding. Which is cool. Like... It's not saying you got to force people to breastfeed, but you have no idea how many people don't understand that baby formula is literally bad for babies. It hinders and stifles brain development. If, if I were to guess, I would say it's part of the eugenicist movement. Um, and people should know, like, there are so many health benefits to breastfeeding that mother should at least have that information. Not to mention, like, psychological benefits to the baby and to the mother. Like, there's a lot going on there. And we just sweep it all under the rug and say, buy this Infamil. Well, there's a freaking Infamil crisis. There's a baby sh uh, formula shortage. So, women, the only women who should really be relying on this are women who can't produce breast milk because maybe they're not pregnant and they adopted or something or they have some sort of medical condition and for whatever reason their baby can't have it. Like, that, that it should be for them. It shouldn't be everyone in the nation is just pulling on this supply of baby formula, which, like, again, isn't really even super good for you. So at least let them have the education. That's that's a great step. This is why we live in Arkansas. Uh, they got some stuff in here about firearms, emotional support animals. This one I really love. It creates requirements for a healthcare provider to document the need for an emotional support animal. It also requires written notices to the buyer of a emotional support animal. So when you see freaking Karen walking around in Walmart with her dog. That's nasty. Don't do that. If you don't have to have a dog in the, in the freaking fruit and vegetable section of the store, why are you doing that? So, yeah, make people accountable. Make people responsible for the things they do because this is getting out of control. Again, the Protecting Minors from Medical Malpractice, Mental Health Awareness Week. We're going to promote that. That's fine. It's a full week in class. 
So we're instead of like teaching kids social justice stuff, we're going to teach them about breastfeeding. We're going to teach them about the Holocaust. We're going to teach them about mental health. Uh, we're going to teach them about things that everybody should know about already. We're sending them to public school. We might as well be teaching them stuff. Uh, a spaceport study? I guess that is like a branch of the military, so we should be looking into something like that. We've got some stuff on data centers. It says it limits and it limits the rules local government can make on cryptocurrency mines. Because there's this like eco push saying that crypto farms are bad for the environment because they use energy because they hate the earth or something. I don't know. But it's like leave people alone. They're mining cryptocurrency. If they want to invest in that, that's their business. Leave them alone. It's not an activist position, especially environmentalists. Here's one. Act 445, Ashton's and Abby's Law. I'm not sure why it's named after them. It says it requires law enforcement to note on the report if a, if a driver is involved in an accident. And if they... Okay, so when somebody's involved in an accident, were they using a mobile device at the time? Because then they can be forced to do up to 100 hours of community service, driving and texting, and then you get in an accident because you can't be trusted to pay attention. Uh, they've got this speed cameras on the highway and work zones. I'm not super enthused about that. I don't like speed cameras. I think if you want to enforce your laws, enforce your laws. But speed cameras, that to me, moves us closer to a police state. Not super in favor of that one. So far, I like most of these. Pedestrians promote... Prom prohibited from highways. Yeah, because you're not supposed to be, like, protesting on the highway. And then they get hit by the cops, or then they get hit by somebody, and they're like, call the cops! Call the police! It's just, no, 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 no. You can't, if you, it says the exceptions exist, because of course they're going to try to weaponize this. Exceptions exist for emergency car breakdowns, accidents, following a police officer's instructions, or being construction personnel. But you basically, you shouldn't be playing on the highway. I can't believe this has to be written in the law, but it is. Overtaking a vehicle turning left. Now, I have never had this happen to me, and I'm not sure if you've ever had this happen to you. But apparently, this happens enough that we need to make it a law. You're going to turn left. You put your left blinker on. And then somebody cuts you off on the left-hand side and overtakes you. And doesn't let you turn left. Apparently, that's being made illegal now. So we'll see where that goes. I mean, I, I thought that was common sense. Like you're you're kind of driving too aggressively. You're being a jerk to other drivers. You saw that he has his blinker on. Why are you driving like that? But yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing now. Uh, early voting standardizes the hours of early voting, so we don't have mules dropping stuff off in the middle of the night. Poll watchers clears up regulations on poll watchers, and then there's some more that you're going to have to go read for yourself on that one. Excuse absences to vote. We talked about that. Campaign finance reports. So we're going to look at that a little more closely. A lot of this stuff is responsibility. You know, it looks like there's some exemptions, exemptions to government information and public and the public can access under the free FOIA Act, Freedom of Information. Uh, there's four acts in there, and it's not really listed here, so that's something you have to read. Uh, momentum to the Unborn. Oh, it's a monument. So we're, we're erecting a monument to the unborn, and it allows a monument near the Capitol 
marking the number of abortions performed in Arkansas before the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Made, Roe v. Wade, searing the sin of child sacrifice in the minds of you lunatics out there who keep pushing for it. And I phrase it that way because I, I need to keep letting you guys know there are a lot of old school Democrats here in Arkansas because the South, regardless of what they say of the Southern strategy, the South didn't flip red until the 90s. And there's a lot of Eisenhower Democrats down here who still vote blue no matter who. They still push for abortion, child sacrifice. And so they should be reminded of the sin that they've committed for more than 50 years, marking the number of victims that they've legalized over that half a century period. I'm all about it. It's beautiful. Um, Crown, creating a respectful and open world for natural hair act. It bans public schools for, from discriminating against natural, protective, or cultural hairstyles. I don't even know what that means. Like, are people being, like, f forbidden to wear braids and dreads and stuff? I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with it. But basically, it's like, look, people got hair. They wear it a certain way. Because this isn't... I don't, I don't really think this applies to white people. Like, I don't think that they have... I mean, unless it's like some sort of religious thing, I can only imagine it's people from other countries that are maybe wearing like hijabs or something, or black people want to wear dreads and braids because it's part of our culture, and then it, like some racist in the school is like, you can't do that. So it's like getting those people off of their backs. So again, this just goes to show that Arkansas is not racist, or at least we're taking steps to move away from that. If these old school Democrats could get that through their head, then things would be fine. Uh, Act 525 bans government entities from buying foreign drones. <laughs> yeah, that just seems like a new no-brainer. There are amazing American drone productors out pr production that uh, manufacturers in America, but I think it's more of a it's more of a national security risk because these drones can and sometimes do transmit information back to foreign adversaries. I'm looking at you, DJI, and we just we gotta we gotta use common sense. Okay, so looking at this a little bit more, foreigners can't own farmland. Now, how many times have you heard about Chinese nationals buying farmland? That pisses me off to no avail because I I'm trying to I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to buy land. I'm trying to provide for my family, and I can't because you got freaking uh, Bill Gates and the Chinese buying up everything. Why are you doing that? That's a national security risk, and it also it's just really douchey to let foreign nationals buy land and then force Americans to have to rent land from them. This is our this is literally our land. We should be able to buy land if we want. So now we have something called, okay, well, let me read that. It says, it, buy, it bans foreigners from buying, receiving, or inheriting any interest of agricultural land in the state. It includes foreign-owned companies. Good. Those who currently own land must divest or sell. Get out. I'm all about it. Okay, calls for, th the Protect Arkansas Act calls for 3,000 additional prison beds and requires more prisoners to serve more of their sentence. 
I'm, I'm sure there's a specific story behind this because that doesn't really explain what's going on too well. Uh, the Conscience Protection Act. And this instructs judges to construe Arkansas Religious Freedoms Restoration Act to provide broad protection, prohibits the government from discriminating against religious groups because of their religious identity or conduct, creates a private right of action against the state, and provides a defense in judicial or administrative proceeding. This seems a little bit redundant because we already have the Constitution, but apparently we need layers in the state. That's fine. So we have provisions in place to stop the government from saying like, hey, Christians, we've declared it a pandemic. You're not allowed to gather in your churches and worship. That's all, that's that's gonna, never going to happen again. And then we have Act, 6, uh, Act, Act 769, Regional Airport Authority would allow Northwest Arkansas National Airport to officially leave the city of Highfield. I honestly don't even know what that means. So that's, you know, some really wonky local stuff. And then there's some stuff that we all understand and we can see how the Arkansas government is protecting the people of Arkansas and making life a little bit better for freedom-loving individuals. I suggest all you commies and old-school, you know, segregationist, racist Democrats, just leave. Just go to California. Go to California. Go to San Francisco. Go to these crap states that you've already destroyed and just live there. That They're living the way that you want to live. Don't come here. We got these people fleeing California and Seattle and they're trying to come here and make it like, no, no, we're not doing that. We're making, we're moving things in the other direction. So, I hope that the people over at Stone County um, News You Need to Know get to read that document. I'll post it here on the podcast. If your state's doing some cool things, I'd like to know about it because from what I've read, Michigan is not. That's a different episode. We're going to cover that some other time. I, again, will be doing this more like once a week rather than multiple times a week because it gives me a lot more time to prepare something in depth and to really look at the news and to, and to find what I want to bring you guys. And then we can do longer, more you know, robust episodes if we want to do something like that. Again, I want you guys to let me know how you feel about different social media platforms and uh, apps, things like that, that you're using. I want to communicate with you all. But I don't want to have to post the same thing on, you know, Rumble and then YouTube and then Truth Social and then X, which is formerly Twitter, and, you know, all over the place. I want to streamline this out. And then we have these private ones that are Substack and, and Telegram. And they're working so far to a degree, but most of the subscribers on this show are personal connections that I already have, and I'm definitely looking to expand, and I want to make it as user-friendly as possible. So leave some, some feedback, give me some direction on how you feel about it, because I'd really hate to change some things and then have you be like, I don't like that, because, you know, this is this is the open door. Also, um, I want to let you guys know about this search engine slash browser called Freespoke, which I'm going to be using Freespoke and the Christian Post to start pulling a lot of news stories from. Uh, I'm just changing some of the things that I intake. And Freespoke actually has a section called banned or suppressed stories. So there's a lot of news stories that people don't really get to hear about because they don't fit the mainstream narrative. They get pushed way, way down. And I think that that's a really cool concept that they have. Um, I, I've often... 
I've, off, uh, I've often followed pages like Just the News and Citizen Free Press. However, both of those guys really get going, and I mean, it's like sometimes 15 stories a day, so there's a lot to comb through. I'm trying to keep it a little bit simple. I'd like to try to narrow it down to just a few things to talk about. And since we did more personal things here, um, we did the Arkansas story. One last thing is we started looking through artists on Fiverr. And uh, there's some other sites that I can look for artists. It's kind of expensive. But I'm looking at an average cost of about... 85 to $125 a page if I want decent quality work for this comic book. So we're going to be looking for at some reduced cost. I'd like to work with an artist on a, with a consistent style, even if it's not my ideal style for the comic book right now. I want to get this thing launched and going. So if you know any comic book artists, let them know that I'm looking. Send them over to my Substack page. Uh, send them my email or whatever. Let's, let's try to get some talking on that one. Um, because I really want to get The Last Day started as a comic book, and I also have some other ideas. So, my name's Zero for Hire. You've been listening to the Zero for Hire podcast. Thanks for listening. Also, don't forget, I have another podcast called The Millennial Reign, and that is also a weekly podcast. I will be doing a separate episode for that very soon this week. Uh, Probably won't be today. And then we also, also have the 520 Collective end of month Crazy Christian Culture Stories. So, If you go to 520 Collective on YouTube or Rumble, we're going to put that up on Rumble, you'll get the Crazy Christian Culture Stories of July 2023. I worked really hard on that video. I think you'll like it, and we're looking forward to doing another one. And that's going to do it for me this week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Stay holy.